and we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey, hey. Happy hump day. What's goody? Uh, yeah, the first hump day of 2022. What's good with you? How's it going? How you feeling? Uh, honey, it's a day. I am tired, child. I'm tired, but these kids go back to school tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I finally have my husband. Wait, y'all kids going girl. back to school? You know, a lot of counties, they um shut it down doing the virtual. Girl, listen. <laughs> Let me and Curlin send them kids back to school and then they tell us to come pick them up. <laughs> Woo! Listen, because Omarion is running rapid. So a lot of counties in Georgia um shut it down and went back to virtual. But maybe the numbers ain't too crazy out there. We'll see. Yeah, um, you you know, I, 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 I'm I really ready to get my husband back to myself to, you know, so I heard relax that. and do husband and wife things and, you know, yeah. them kids be, oh, breakfast way. ready, <laughs> what time is lunch? We usually get lunch at 10 o'clock at school. What about a snack? Oh, can I watch this? Do I have oh, to read? Can I go outside <laughs> to play? Um, can you read me a bedtime story again? They want too much. Listen, honey, mm -hmm. every five minutes it's can I can I mom? Can I can mom, I can I hey Miss Danielle Miss Danielle Mom <laughs> Hey God damn go mm -hmm. sit y'all ass down. But child, I, I feel you. I, I'm glad that I don't have to deal with that per se, but um I know you're ready to send them on right on packing. Girl, they're gonna be back at home tomorrow. <laughs> <Chilling>. <laughs> I'm like, give me and my husband a day. <clears throat> Let us have mimosas in the morning, like we I mean, yeah, Listen. like we do on the weekend. That's it. Yeah. Like we do on the weekend. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, I am girl. I am chilling. Like I have been relaxing, um, which is yeah, right, kind of difficult. No, I have. I've been doing How? like wait, little, wait, what's your idea of relaxing? Like, okay, so I've been doing less work than usual. I haven't gone to my part time in over a week. And um, just like small things, like really just kind of cuddling with my fiance, watching movies, just kind of enjoying our time. Aside from, you know, what was my first day back to work? Uh, yesterday was my first day back to work. But aside from that, I haven't been like going crazy. I've been home a lot and I haven't been going crazy with the projects around the house. The house has been maintained. Like the only thing that we have to do is like, dishes after we eat and because I, I deep cleaned um new year's eve and so there hasn't been a whole lot to do i'm like like i'm proud of myself i'm patting myself on the back mm -hmm. it still Seriously. sounds a little suspicious because you said less work and see like when when i talk about relaxation mm -hmm. um I got clothes that need to be folded now, but I'm still going to go get into bed on time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I'm still going to leave those clothes there till tomorrow and I'm going to go get into bed like when I'm supposed you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no, like, I, that'll drive me crazy. Like I see, literally I, I will just, be laying in bed yeah. thinking about the fact that I didn't fold the laundry. 
Um, that would drive me crazy. But and then like you just, would get up and fold it. It would it would mess with. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be able to get in bed because I know it's gonna drive me crazy. Like knowing oh, so that tripping, tripping. No, like <laughs> I will literally lay down and be like, oh my gosh, I did not do such and such such and such, and I'm getting up to do it. Yeah, oh. I, I have to. Yeah. Oh, now I I I would. The only thing that I say would kind of bother me, mm-hmm. and it kind of bother bothers me. It doesn't bother me like to a. I can't leave like a dirty kitchen. Like a dirty kitchen drives yeah. me crazy. Like mm-hmm. so, I feel like you should wash dishes before you go to bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But of now, never mind. I ain't gonna talk about somebody. Um, <laughs> and we'll sit there and watch you clean up the kitchen, and still go <laughs> use a pot and a bowl. Oh no! And then uh-uh. just throw it oh, in the sink. No. Like you ain't just clean up oh, the kitchen no. or whatever. No, that drives me crazy. <laughs> like so, I'm not gonna even say anything about oh, that. But uh-uh. you know how you you know you ever you you ever had that happen to you before? Like you didn't Listen, clean up the kitchen. I know what you mean. My kids used to do that type of foolishness, but I can't say like my fiance like if he he may get up and make him a protein shake because he may need more nourishment and especially if we eat um dinner early um but he'll clean he'll clean out whatever he uses like i can't stand that oh that drives me crazy after i didn't clean the kitchen and then i could then cleaned it wipe down "Mm -hmm, the stove mm -hmm, wipe the grease mm -hmm, off the black stash and then they come because they want to make homemade popcorn no no, 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 no. Like popcorn. Kitchen is closed. You know when when black women put that um put the dish towel over the sink. Listen, the kitchen is closed. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what he Get do? He throw that damn bowl right near. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, worse than at least and put it in the dishwasher. Look, 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 look at him. Look at him, child. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> He's, he can leave it on the stove if you like. Baby, it's your house. I'm just here, honey. I'm I'm here to serve you. <laughs> it's your house. I'm being a submissive. Uh, uh, bro, Curly, you know you could put that uh, bowl listen, in the dishwasher. Listen, I mm-hmm. am a submissive wife, Ooh. honey. If you want to leave that shit in the middle of the floor, I got you. Mm-mm-mm. I, a matter of fact, I thank you for it to give me something. Ah, to do okay, here you go. Come on. Anyway, you know, um, I'm gonna out submit your ass today, concrete. You ain't got ah, shit on me. Listen. Go ahead. You got babe, that. You, one, if I, you want to leave the you. dishes in the middle of the floor, go ahead. Because you know, baby, it's whatever you want to do, babe. It's whatever that drives me you crazy. Want. But you know, I'm passive aggressive, so I'll be like, oh, so I see somebody. I see somebody left a a bowl. <laughs> I see somebody. We, I, I seriously be like, we must have ghosts because somebody left a bowl in the sink. <laughs> Passive aggressive as heck, and he'd be like, just looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah, come on, tend to that. <laughs> he'll be, no, he'll be like, I guess somebody did. Do you know a sag, baby? Listen, um, we gonna hand you a smart mouth right back. Always. Um, Oh, um, but Mr. Carlin, I, I didn't mean any any harm, um, sir. I, I was just making sure that um, everything gets done before we go to bed. That's all it was, so honey. I didn't mean any harm. I don't want any problems. Mm-mm-mm. You know? Um, yeah, girl. Anyway, let's okay. get up off of that because... Yeah, let's, let's get up gotta, off of I still got to lay in the bed with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you your rope. Okay, you know, so... We still got to go to bed tonight. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to... God damn it, Slow I told you about getting on that damn show. You know, I ain't gonna have ah. a YouTube channel in a minute. I keep Listen. messing around uh-uh. with your ass. 
Mm -mm, Don't even put that off on me. (laughs) Let's talk about a little bit of tea before we get off into this topic about Project Pookie. Oh, um, what's the there's tea? so much going on. First of all, first tea, I see Fresh and Fit is, has been canceled. Baby, I see black women no, are look. canceling Fresh and Fit. What and you know what? Black women full of shit. Girl. Every time they talk about they canceling somebody, I'm gonna uh, tell you I'm how good them the- fools too. But Listen, Fresh and Fit punk asses should have been canceled a long time ago. Facts, when they was telling facts. girls that they had to give that ass up if yep. they wanted to be on the yep. show. The and Homeboy still got women. that ball spot in the middle of, the he- of his Girl. head. And then he was dealing, the other one was dealing with a sugar baby and then was mm-hmm. trying to take up for her being a sugar baby. But the other one was talking about how they don't mess with hoes. But the, he met the girl off a sugar baby website. Like, what are they doing? But like that didn't impact black women and that, then they tried to backpedal and come on come up with the whole oh this is just our preference no get the hell out of here with that y'all dogging black women talking about shaniqua and lakeisha them and calling them night riders said, they don't they mamas. don't do the brown honey they don't Girl, like the brown like, but dogging black women not you didn't focus on your preference for dating women of other races i might date a red bone but like straight dogging out black women then want to say no this is about our preference no if it was about your preference you would have stuck to focusing on the fact that you like women of whatever other race you are attracted to you wanted to dog black women you wanted to clown black women for views likes and hits but that's that's the thing that's trending um i don't think white america is going to let you get uh talk too crazy to their women on Mm. a regular basis you're not going to be able to down white american women Mm -hmm. um blonde blonde haired blue-eyed women you're not going Mm -hmm. to be able to dog them out on a regular basis but you can Um, dog out black women though yeah they can dog out black women because nobody cares and a lot of things i feel like black women have became um representative of like i we talked about black women being um the face of the ratchet um when you think of ratchet women even though even Mm -hmm. though um these are you know every race has some horrible women in it um every time people get an opportunity they're going to put black women on display as the ones that's doing the most bullshit of course we know that's not true but Mm -hmm. we we see what's we see what's popping and with them you gotta think about this when these niggas was nerds in school and mm-hmm. girls was laughing getting at their shoes, laughing at their clothes, laughing Hell at yeah. their teeth, laughing at their haircut, laughing at them mm-hmm. homemade ass clothes and shit. Mm-hmm. Girls right. laugh like they at got their weight up. They in the gym. They they got gained popularity. Right. And when it comes down to a point of all of these women that rejected them, mm-hmm. they were rejected by the Keisha. They was rejected by the mm-hmm. popular girl. They were rejected by a lot of people when they got to a point to where they can get their weight up. And then, you know, somebody took notice or he's driving a Maserati. He didn't read every gang book. Now I, you know, um, one of them, I feel like is softer than the other one, the taller one, um, the one, the other, other, um, 
I think he has like some real life serious like anger issues, and then I'm surprised Which he was one a is cop. That Myron? Yeah, I, I I I don't know, child. I don't even oh. know these niggas' names. I I just okay. the, the I nigga and the Myron. other nigga. I don't know. Um, okay. but <laughs> I I just feel like the taller one, the lighter one, he mm -hmm. seems to have more anger issues. Yeah, and he does. I was. I was kind of surprised that he was a police officer, and then I thought about it. He put he me was? the police. He was like an FBI agent. He was up that there though. Sense. And wow. then I thought about it. I was like, you know Where what? Where do you think people who get bullied do? They go into law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Trill Spill Radio. He says, "How does nobody care if they're being canceled?" I'm gonna tell you what cancel culture looks like. Council culture looks like you can dog a black woman out. You can say black men are this, that, and the third, right? People will be mad at you for about two months, a good two months, right? Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, F fresh and fit, F fresh and fit. I'm not mm -hmm. dealing with fresh and fit, F fresh and fit. And then fresh and fit will do something like uh, hand out turkeys in the hood or uh, have a black woman appreciation dates where they were nice to mm -hmm. one black woman. And people will say, oh, you know, fresh and fit ain't really that bad. They be they be equal. They talk to all women like that. Oh, Homeland and, Security. He was a federal agent. Yeah, of Homeland yeah, Security. He was, okay. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. He was up there. Um. So when it, when it comes down to cancel culture, there's not really a such thing. People say people are canceled all the time. And mm -hmm. then if, if like an artist that's been canceled, um, if you're still able to play their music, see their music, hear their music, whatever, whatever, they can say this, that, and the third. If somebody has a buck to make off of them, then that stuff is going to still be pushed. You're still going to listen to it. You're, you're saying that they're canceled, but you're well, not going to turn the radio every time you hear their song. I it, yeah, it's I agree with damage. that. No, look, I agree with that. I feel like, first of all, we we don't stand in solidarity against anything, so it's difficult for Black people to cancel anybody. I have seen cases where more I'm seeing large numbers or Black people in mass kind of opt out of supporting someone, i.e., like a R. Kelly situation. But um, mm -hmm. as it relates to Fresh and Fit, I do take what they say with a grain of salt. Um, but uh, Myron, I think it is the light skinned tall one, like he's Sudanese, like you, both of you have black moms. However, um, he is, uh, I think, you know, he's a mixture of like some other Middle Eastern cu culture as well. Um, right. So like that, like culturally, their disdain for dark skin is real strong. It like in addition to whatever kind of issues he dealt with with being passed over by black women, like culturally their disdain for dark skin is very strong. He can't like in most of those cultures you ain't bringing home a dark skinned woman. You know, but the fact that like your mom is a black woman and you can talk down about black women like your this, mama black, your mama on, black. <laughs> well, not solely even focusing on the fact that I'm just not attracted to black women. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If they had said that versus calling dark skinned women all out their name, night riders and ratchets and Lakeisha and Shaniqua and 
all of these things, then I think it would have been different. Then I think at least they would have had a case. And me personally, I would have been more understanding to what they were saying. But that coupled with the way that they talked to women, was it Asian doll that was on their show that they yeah. ended up putting off? Um, Cause they said they were having side conversations. They're just always extremely hostile towards women and like always trying to assert themselves over women, which is really some weak, weak ass shit to me because like as a strong man having seen strong men and how they operate they don't have to put their foot on a on a on a chick's neck who's in their presence on their show that they're you know is at their mercy already as it relates to what she can and can't say because she's on their show but they have this very strong need to dominate over women and it's because they've been passed over and they don't dominate over women in their everyday life prior to them gaining this popularity um, shout out to Archer. So he says, so these two women are complaining that they can't check black men by using other groups of men as an enforcement group. Um, Who's complaining about that? I don't know what show Archer is watching, but Archer always coming in late in the game, speculating. Honey, I don't know. Archer be you got to stop smoking that shit. I I don't know. Like, what is he talking about? I don't know. Yeah, that like. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, mm -hmm. Truth teller said, "Oh, see, look, look at this guy. Why y'all hate black men?" <laughs> now we hate black men because we're literally highlighting the fact that two black men dogged dark-skinned women in an in an effort to highlight their preference for non-black women. How like make it make sense? Some of the stuff y'all be saying is like wild, and I, I mean, I get that you guys want are, you know are what? Pessimistic but but wait a minute, that black women say and this anything is... that we say that you you guys are gonna discount. Period. But like y'all don't have to make up narratives about stuff that we didn't say or allege but this is the thing anytime that we're going at black women or women in general it's fucking crickets in the chat like what's up what's good um we have already told y'all we equal opportunity over mm -hmm. here anybody mm -hmm. can get it listen <laughs> but anyways Ow. i just thought that it was interesting like i certainly wouldn't lose any sleep over anything they said like they still whack weak nerds to me they lame i, I really you know what I, I, i'm not gonna sit here in front on a nerd but um like i said you're talking about men that have no not i'm not had... fronting on a nerd i'm talking about yeah. them specifically like i'm talking about them being what my, my my fiance is a nerd my fiance is you know would be considered an educated lame has very unique interests all likes all different kinds of things related to Asian culture and martial arts and studied it for over 20 years. So I'm talking about them specifically, like they're whack, they're weak. They have, they don't have any strength. I don't see them as very man, manly, masculine men. And, you know, I think that everything they do shows that they're always trying to make sure that they come out looking like they're dominating. And it's just whack. To I, it, it's whack as hell. Uh, look, they think y'all pick me's. Look, I am a pick mm -hmm. me every first of the month. <laughs> I am a and pick me every first of the month. Um, mm -hmm. After Four the first, late. I mm -hmm. turn into Keisha. And like okay. Keisha, Keisha, not like like Keisha, like, but like Keisha, Keisha, like I'll cut your ass out, Keisha. Like that's now who I turn Keisha. into after now the first. Keisha. Okay. <laughs> 
you know, it takes a lot to bring out poo, Keisha, but you know, like every first little month, you know, like I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, mm -hmm. you guys should just respect black men. And I don't know, <laughs> you if you don't love black men, you don't love shit. Mm -hmm. You just need to respect black men. And I talk in a soft voice and everything every first of the month. Mm -hmm. The sad part is we don't really do a lot of shows on the first of the month. So it'd be fucked up. So this is why I turn into after the first. I'm okay. so I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna try to do better. Like it's the first, but yeah. See, Ben Benjamin Susan said industrial industrial strength. strength. Keisha Benjamin coming. Listen, <laughs> look. You know when he down there, he gonna act up. Look, look. See, youngie, do she a pick me? <laughs> oh my god. When that mortgage payment, do she a pick me? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, honey. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm white woman and in everything. Oh, oh my god, the jig is up. They got your you know? no card. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Girl, what else do you have for the team? The other thing that I wanted to talk about just briefly is this damn third trimester Tristan Thompson. What hey, in not the third trimester Tristan <laughs> child? What in the entire heck? Like I thought when black men date women of other races, they get five-star treatment, that they get treated better than black women. Like, what in the hell is going on with Tristan Thompson that he is continuing to cheat, make babies on um, Chloe, and show his natural-born black behind? Like, what's tea on Tristan Thompson? Cause, Do you really like, want to know concrete? I want to know. Okay. I'm going to tell you what's really going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all lean in because I don't want everybody to hear me, okay? Lean in. <laughs> Chloe got some whack box. <laughs> Listen, Lamar said she don't. Lamar said Lamar didn't stay with her ass either. <laughs> Lamar was cheating on her ass too. With um, Listen, with a prostitute, honey. Lamar went to the barrel, low barrel, Listen, low, low barrel. Lamar true. was like, bro, I can't deal with it. Like, mm -hmm. she got some whack ass box. She keep getting cheated okay. on because she don't know how to throw it back. And David want her to throw that ass back. They said, you mm -hmm. OJ daughter, you should have <laughs> the black in you. <laughs> she got the black in her, but not in the way in which they call. They said uh -oh. she ain't nasty enough. She thinking that she she don't she didn't got she every surgery like, known to mankind. She, like she real nasty though. Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. She that sex is as vanilla as she is, honey. That sex mm. is vanilla, honey. That sex oh, is plain. Wow. Honey, okay. that sex ain't got no um to it, honey. Mm. She 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 ended up on the, the white side with no, because you know they say the white girls. She may have ended up on That's the black side. I, you know what? Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh I'm trying to figure it out. Listen, maybe, like, you gotta think man, about who Chris Jenner is. Chris yeah. Jenner is a motherfucker that like uh -oh, Chris Jenner made a whole uh -oh. man turn into a woman. Chris Jenner a bad bitch. <laughs> True that. Jenner true that. made a whole man just like you I know what? I'm a woman. I don't even want women. I don't even want women no more. I'm a woman because you. Chris Jenner was that that bitch. I thought she gave her daughters the game though. I thought she Listen, showed them how to how to. Rope she a ain't teach them how to and... do nothing but be baby mamas. That's what she mm. taught them. Uh -oh. I, I had. I'm sorry. I had to say it. She. That's Ooh. what Chris taught them. She was Ooh. like, 
you don't have I to do this. I thought that was this. only black women that passed those traits down to their children. No, nah, girl, that was that. Uh, that was that was white women ushering in feminism. This is the fifth okay. wave of feminism. It's the uh, yeah. the Kardashian factor. <laughs> um, <laughs> they done just started some new shit. Okay. They okay. uh, they like like she turned a whole man into a woman, and mm. they ain't teach Chloe big waterhead ass nothing. Chloe, you see how mm. big Chloe. I think, but you know what? I think she got some surgery on this shit because her yeah. head look like it shrunk a little bit. Like, for real, listen, it do. You and, would be surprised at what type of surgeries them, them heifers done got. Listen, mm. Kim done pushed her hairline back. Man, they listen. done did all kind of shit. I don't know, but Chloe got some whack box. That's the only thing okay. I can come okay. up with. Okay. She been well, cheated on by everybody. That. Nobody stays with Chloe. Mm, Why? I'll accept that. Mm. Um, I'll accept that. Loving Home says only Courtney is the smart one. Courtney is the ten-year baby mama, though. Like, how is Courtney the smart one? Oh, cause she ain't messing with black dudes, but she was messing oh, oh, with a damn oh, Brad. Oh. She was messing with a drunk Brad because um, uh, what's his name? Scott was had was a whole alcoholic out in these streets. Like, just the alcoholic, baby. Uh, 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 Scott was oh, over there well, snorting you know, shit up, baby. You, know you can't leave. You Come can't on, leave now. the flower out in front of Scott of ass. Course. Scott was snorting flour and everything. Like Scott was on one. Of course, powdered sugar, everything you can think of. Scott That's was trying true. to store it up. My girl. That's true. Like mm. all them kids, is something wrong with him. I forgot about Rob. He been in hiding for like five years. Like baby, Robin, listen. How does the only one that might have some sense is um is um Kendall? I don't know. Kendall be stealing people's men too. Kendall Do like she? uh what? They all do. I didn't know that about Kendall, but she ain't got knocked up by none. I don't think she want to be a. Uh, I don't think she want to get pregnant by the black dude and have a mixed baby. I don't oh, know. Okay, I, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I just, just, I just, I think Kendall is like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm just not into that. Mm, you know. Okay. Okay. I think she's gonna follow behind mm. um Courtney, cause Kim, Kim over there unfollowing Miley, cause Miley was out with the, with the Pete Davidson guy and. Oh, um Kim be feeling like she should be number one, but she, mm -hmm. you know, after they after Ray J pissed on her, you know, it's you know, dudes don't really take you serious <laughs> after they know you done took some pictures. Listen, Kanye's still know. taking her serious. He buying homes across the street. He's stalking. baby, she didn't put that witchcraft on, on Kanye. She put that love spell. And let me she tell y'all about them damn love him. spells. Let me tell y'all. Let me mm -hmm. tell y'all about a love spell. Cause I know a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of sisters are starting to dabble in the uh yeah darkness. they are going to people trying to find out what they can do to find make somebody fall in love real dangerous yeah, yeah. and when you do a love spell on somebody and you have not completed your own um self-love self-healing journey um you'll fuck around and put a love spell on somebody and then when you do get to a point of evolution to where you you evolve into the person that you're supposed to be and you do love yourself um and that person's chasing up behind you and won't leave you alone you're gonna be ready to run and you're gonna be stuck with that nigga that's you gonna be stuck they tell you to be very hmm. very careful with that because first off you're not just impacting him you're impacting multiple lives when you 
um, play with those spells like that. And um, when you want to get rid of them, you can't. And no. those love spells are what drive these fools absolutely insane and they can't live without you, if you know what I mean. So they're willing to, if they leave, they, if they, feel as though there is a threat of you leaving they willing to take everybody out so everybody so yeah like you ain't you're you're not going to be able to and it's not gonna be like a um like a normal thing it's gonna be an obsession Mm -hmm. uh john clark if you mean cooking and cleaning and loving on that nigga yeah i put a love spell on his ass he put one (laughs) on me too shoot I ain't, I ain't I ain't going nowhere. You damn right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. He put one on me too, goddamn. Listen. Listen. Tell him. Girl. Anyway. But that's all I had, child. I was really bugging about the fact that um Fresh and Fit was being canceled and then uh third trimester Thompson out here cutting up. Girl, well, I ain't really have nothing today because mm-hmm. it's just been a day. I'm uh trying to get them cheering in line. Mm-hmm. All of them driving me crazy, but we're gonna be we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good. We're gonna be good. Um, what I do want to get off into this topic though. Let's do it, child. So a few days ago, I was watching a channel called Conversations with King. Now, if you guys are familiar with the channel, the channel is um. I'm not gonna say a spinoff. I would say that they left the Lapeef Network. Oh shit! Okay, I'm sorry about that. I thought my volume was turned down. Okay, um, the channel was a spinoff of Lapeef, the Lapeef Network. Um, I'm not gonna say a spinoff. I will say they left the Lapeef Network and they went out. They they ventured out on their own, and so they have a few different characters over there, and then um. They had Tara from Love and Hip Hop on there one night and I was I just happened to click on and um yeah. Uh hold up. <laughs> Isn't that a spin off of Lapeef just with the men? I would say it's not a spin off if they left because a spin off would be like still affil- affiliated or I don't necessarily know if they want to be affiliated with Lapeef Network, but some of them used to be a part of Lapeef Network and I don't think they left on the best of terms so I don't want to say that they're affiliated but this this may be where you would know them from if that makes sense I'm trying to be like not offensive offensive you know trying to present this as politically correct as possible I don't want no trouble you know what I'm saying um yeah OMG, Selma, that is horrible, girl. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Absolutely, because we we ain't trying to be shadow banned. That part. Yeah, so they had Tara on from Love and Hip Hop the other night. And, you know, uh, she said some interesting things, but it was something that the host of the show said himself that I found to be very interesting and I kind of wanted to explore that a bit. And so um, what I wanted to do was play a little bit of the clip and then, you know, see, get you guys' thoughts on it. Can we do that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Share. Um, Share screen. Mm. 
Okay, let's do that. Share. Okay, there we go. Um, I'm going to play it and let's go. Now, Tara had already been here having a conversation, but she did say some things that I was not necessarily in agreement with. Um, I feel like Tara was with Peter for a long time. Her, Peter, and Amina had a love triangle going on for a long time. And Very much so. I remember trying to victimize Tara at one point when I used to watch the show. And um, I realized that I was making her into more of a victim than she actually was. And I thought that that, that part was really interesting. But I'm going to start playing it. Let's, let's do it. Hi. What, Tara, what you're saying really resonates with me because I'm usually getting the awkward looks because I have the same point of view. And sometimes when, you know, people hear a woman talk about her goal isn't relationship and isn't marriage, they kind of look at you like you're a unicorn. But, um, you know, times have changed and the priorities have changed. So, and not only that, but sometimes it's weaponized against us when we don't want uh, those goals. But I feel the same way as you. Like, I, if I don't know what's going on, I really don't want to waste my time with it because I have so many other things I want to do. And my life doesn't revolve around uh, being a wife or a girlfriend. But I agree with you 100%. Like, people want honesty. And then when you give them honesty, they're scared to death. And I'm like, you wanted honesty. So I'm telling you, this is how I feel. Right. I'm not looking for a ring. I'm not looking for a committed relationship. We can hang. But even that, there has to be a reason why. Every relationship in my life right now has to make sense. Because I'm not 18. I'm not. 25 hell i'm not even 35 right so everything in my life has to make sense so i completely i completely relate but when people hear women like us speak it's like <laughs> i mean you know and 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 i don't i you know like the thing is is like you know i not that i just have children right I'm, my kids my children have to be raised like it, it's like i just you know when you take on the responsibility of loving someone trying to love them the way you the way you the way you know to love them right once you add kids to that equation all of that is now compromised you know you know i'm barely remembering my birthday let alone trying to do something for someone else because i my my the schedule that i have with my children and and what and my own work is just so tight like you know i i want to but it's like if you really don't want to do this let's not play around like do you really want to do this like you you see who i am you let people in just enough you see who i am you see what i'm about is this really what you want or are you playing games like i'd rather you say hey i want to play some games versus just trying to string me down a road and uh, um um you know get my kids involved and then this is not really where you want to be I'm going to just pause it real quick um, just to say fair use, fair use, fair use, fair use, hit the like button, please. And I'm going to play it again. And what's going on? Like, it's just too much, you know? So I think that also a part of this and, and the way women are thinking now and, and, and what nobody wants to take responsibility is in some level, men have groomed us to this point. And men want, mm. this is a general statement men want so much they want the opposite thing but they're not taking accountability that this is how they have groomed us to be independent to raise our kids in spite of them they may show up they may not when you have done this for decades how are we supposed to see and feel some 
groom to, to where we are right now. Mm. That's a fact. But the thing that people don't want to take an accountability is that we are is that we are resilient. Women are so resilient that not only will you groom us to this, but we will still succeed in wherever we are, and we will still outdo it, and we will still do it, and and and, and we will. And this is why, you know. Um, it, it frustrates me when I when I see certain things where people don't want to take accountability for action, but it's like the woman, the woman, the woman, you know, this woman, this woman are putting women of color against each other. It's like we're all in the same race, you know, looking at the same group of men um, for possible husbands at whatever point we're ready. But these men have not been ready. We have groomed to this. We have been groomed to this point based on our grandmothers, our mothers, and nobody wants to take accountability for it. We watched our mothers raise us by ourselves. Some of us. We watched, uh, you know, and my and I'm not not necessarily saying that because my dad was always in my life. My grandfather was always in my life. But but I live in the world and I see everything around me. And women have been groomed to a point that no matter where you lead us, we will we will show up to that point. We will be resilient. We will raise our kids and we will still continue to rise above. Now I'm not saying every woman is in that place. But for the most part, women are trying to stay educated. We're trying to work. We're trying to provide for the family. We're trying to own property. We're trying to get into every single thing that the world has to offer. Right. And we're doing it with the, the smallest amounts of love that anybody can ask for. And we're still succeeding and we're still being beat up by succeeding with very little love and people really t tuning into us and loving us. So I, I say to people, imagine if the last five years, you know, we were loved, nurtured what we could really be if that really existed mm. okay i just wanted to pause it here and yeah to see That's your thoughts <laughs> um i want to say like when we talk about project pookie what we're highlighting is the fact that black women like to um take on projects the fact that black women like to turn someone who is less than desirable into the man of their dreams and i think that tara is doing a good job of illustrating that she's listing out this long list of things that she wants from a man but then she's going after a type of man who does not possess those things so she's doing a great job at illustrating the reason for the topic or you know our reasoning behind choosing this topic absolutely um what did you think about her saying that the men have groomed us to a certain point and yeah, she was saying that the um, men have groomed us to a certain point. Um, women have been able to do whatever without very little love, very little respect. Um, it was it was very uh, interesting um, because it still didn't seem to be in any accountability for her choosing whatever man that she chose. Um, mm -hmm. And even with her and Peter Guns, right? she kept going back to peter she um it was like there was a competition for peter she didn't want to be the loser in that situation and that's what i like when i used well, to think about the show back in the day and think about like mm -hmm. how i used to victimize her i was like oh tara was the nice one and he just ran off and got with amina and you know um he's manipulating tara and he's he's just dogging these women out and if mm -hmm. a person keeps doing a certain thing to you at one point you make a choice to be there and i didn't give her Absolutely. credit for that at one point i i agree wholeheartedly in addition i think that 
what she's talking about when she's talking about men grooming women to deal with these sorts of things these are the men that you choose you are choosing a pookie and you're you desire you want him to be you know um charismatic you want him to be a man of good character you want him to be a man of high integrity you want him to be honest and 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 forthright you want him to be loyal and all of these things when you knew when you got with him that he wasn't that man she literally got with the man that had multiple children by multiple women and had Thanks. more children for him and then he had more children on her like no way he wasn't trying to pretend that he was somebody that he wasn't you can't right. literally uh place the blame on all black men that be uh for your choices and a mate like you literally chose a piece of crap and he turned out to be a piece of crap you don't get to now <laughs> shift the blame and blame all black men and say this is a black man problem no this is a you problem you chose a project and it didn't pan out I thought that was very interesting. I can't wait till you hear the rest. Shout out to Leo Anthony. Hey, bro. He says, big cap. Some women are addicted to trying to turn a toxic, emotionally unavailable man, unavailable men with good mm. D into a faithful man for them. That part, um, Leo. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we think sometimes a lot of us do think that we are that chick that can do that. So I think that's a good point. Shout out to the casual observer. He says groomed by the matriarch gas lighting, the obvious carnage. Um, thank you so much for mm -hmm. that. The, uh, casual observer. Okay. Let me continue to play. Ooh, that is a word. Yes. <laughs> Absolute word. Because we have to show up, we have to show up for our kids and our family, no matter what. Whether Regardless, no matter what, no, no matter what, we have to show up, no excuses, no matter what. Whether you cried yourself to sleep at night, whether that night you were freaking lonely as God knows what, like you wish you fantasize that somebody's touching, like that's 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 a real thing. That is such a real thing that we go to bed alone. And we will choose to be alone before we choose the wrong thing. We will choose to be alone before we introduce the wrong person to our, our children. And we still have to wake up the next day with little to nothing and continue on like nothing ever happened. And then on top of all of that, we get called angry. Ooh. Yes. You it's know, like, really well, quickly, no, I, if you could just pause for just one second. You know, the interesting thing is that Tara was a professional woman. I believe she worked in banking or finance before she started having these children with Peter. She could have easily attracted the type of man that she desires as opposed to taking on a project and turning him into what she wanted. She could have easily attracted a man who was hardworking, who didn't have a bunch of um, kids, who was a man of good character, who was loyal and would be loyal to her. I don't think that she would have had any problem attracting that type of man. Now, we come across some women who end up with these, um, you know, pookies or these projects that they end up taking on, and they're not the most attractive women. Um, however, um, Tara was, you know, attractive, fit, professional, like literally yeah. could have had, you know, a, a man who uh, would have fit the mold of what she wanted, but she decided to take on a project. Um, 
the fact that she was sitting there talking about how she was crying herself to sleep at night and this, that, and the third mm -hmm. and whatever, whatever, but there's no account for the type of men that we like to go after. Mm -hmm. There's no account for that. If you like the guy with the swag and he's flashy and he has the nice car, he has on the best shoes, he has mm -hmm. really white teeth, he's a professional, he has his own spot, not too many kids. Well, hell, with Tara, it didn't even matter. Peter had a bunch of kids. She still went. And exactly. what, what people try to get across to women nowadays, okay. You may not be able to get what you, you may, you can get with your choice, but mm -hmm. you're keep in mind who your choice is. Be mindful of what your choice is capable of. If your choice is still out there in the streets and he's still posting pictures on social media, he's still mm -hmm. telling everybody trying to show off how cute he is, how fly he is. Mm -hmm. What do you think that does for other women? And that's the thing, because Bon Cherry was asking where would she find these types of men at work, at the library, at Home Depot, um, at a gala, at, at any kind of function, at, at a conference. Like, I don't think that these men are hiding. I come across good men who would be seen as square guys. I come across good men who are educated, who are articulate who are, uh, you know, um, men of high integrity in a variety of places. Like, you, uh, I mean, she may not find them in the club. She may he not find them hanging on the belt. block. He right. got on, he got on uh, some TJ Marshall, TJ Maxx shoes. <laughs> now, and that may be too. Like, sometimes they don't come in the package that you desire for. That's you know, a lot of the problem. A lot Packaging. of women, because he doesn't look like he possessed swag, which, what is swag? Like, you know, they don't look like they possess that je ne sais quoi. Like, sometimes, because I think that this was even the case with um, CeCe and Russell Wilson. Like, you, the package that he was in, like, you may have a man that's extremely attractive and you're attracted to him, and maybe he's not playing up his best features. Maybe, you know, he you know, dresses with, uh, you know, all he wears is, I don't know, button up collar shirts and, you know, khaki pants and you like something a little different. Like a lot of women tweak their man's style. A lot of women, I'm generally the person that, that buys clothes for my fiance and he dresses nice. Like I have absolutely nothing. I, ca I can't add anything to his like suit collection and how he, like he's very into his suits and how they lay on him and this, that, and the other but everyday clothes like i'm the person who picks out his clothes so even if he didn't have the the picture perfect um attire that i like i knew like okay i'm the one that would likely be the one buying him clothes and picking out his things so i could impact that like that that's that's something but easy you to know modify. what let me read this super chat and then there's something i want to address in the comments shout out to eugene Steele. he says females cannot take a pookie and turn him into a paul as danica marie once said the female may fix paul's image but the pookie is still in him and he will leave her mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. thank you so much for that dt this is something that i find to be very 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 interesting so Okay, we'll have um, certain men in certain professions and those men can also be Pookies and Ray Rays. I think we will be um, one of the first to acknowledge that, that, mm -hmm. you know, just because a, pe a person has on a suit, 
um, doesn't mean that they're worth the salt or they're worth that suit. You know, we, we can admit that. But at the same token, um, there has to be ways for society um, to identify each other. I don't look at Peter Gunn as a high value man. I've never looked at Peter Gunn as a high value man. First of all, he was too light skinned, so I was never attracted to him. I thought the other one was cute, but not Peter Gunn's because I was like, yeah, Peter should be like hella yellow, like hella yellow. And yeah, he's not really that attractive. Now he seemed like he would be very charismatic and you know, that may bring about his attract you know, his attractiveness, but mm -hmm. but um when i noticed peter guns and then i found out he had all those kids and all those kids by different women that was a turnoff the mm -hmm. fact that she ran uh face first head first and then she continued to go even after he was with somebody else mm -hmm. said a whole whole hell of a lot married somebody else after being with her for like seven that years. part and the thing is, me personally, I don't necessarily like the guy, the CRNA who killed two women. Like, I wouldn't necessarily classify him as a pookie. I think that we have it twisted by thinking that only pookies do certain things. Like, um, yep. we had a guest on last Wednesday who talked about the fact that she was dating a high value man who was polished and still engaged in some of the same behaviors that we say pookie and Ray Ray engage in. We're, we're, we can't relegate, um, um, bad behavior to just one type of person and that's where we mess up and that's where we fall short and it's easy for us to be manipulated and taken advantage of by someone who doesn't look like Pookie and Ray Ray because we expect bad behavior to only come from Pookie and Ray Ray um bomb how many kids did uh did uh Peter have when Tara met him because I I Peter had sure. ten kids I think he had four or five when he met Tara and then he had That's what three I was with thinking. Tara and two with Amina so he did yeah. have multiple children before he got with Tara he Too has many. a total of ten kids yeah like Peter was out there like all the way out there um I'm gonna continue playing the video I hope I'm in the right spot if not let me see does that thing go Okay, let's see where we at. The collection plate, like this has just been super amazing. Right, Jen, any last final questions for you? Yeah, I just wanna say, I, you know, I, I agree with Tara again. Um, it's not an accomplishment unless it's an, a goal for you, right? So I'm not knocking, don't don't hit me up, but I'm not knocking marriage or being a wife. If that is your goal, right. great, then you achieved it, then it is an accomplishment right. for you. It's just not an accomplishment for me because I want a lot more than that, right? Um, and everything happens in due time. I just want to touch quickly on what the Glow Coach said because it's so, so important and I speak on it a lot. And I think she's quoting you, Tara. She said, the responsibility of loving someone. Most don't think of love as a responsibility and it definitely is. I'm always pulling the whimsy out of love. I'm always pulling the whimsy out of love. And that is 100% correct. It is a responsibility because love is an action word and people think love is a Band-Aid. It is not a Band-Aid. It doesn't conquer all. As you guys know, communication conquers all. So it, it is absolutely true. It's a responsibility for whoever we're loving on, our men, our children, our grandchildren, our parents. Like It is a responsibility. It's not just the word you throw on something and, and it fixes um, everything. Well, you know what's crazy? Because you know, I, I just want to say something. I want to blame all you women up here. Why I want to blame y'all? Because I feel I realize the most beautiful woman, the most intelligent woman, the most nurturing woman 
love to take men like me who are projects. You love to take guys like me that they got it, they're they not right there, but you could you feel like you could take us there. So here's the self-accountability. I don't hear it in everybody right now. Like you take projects, everybody takes projects. Y'all love men that's not there. Jen, you admit a couple of times you had to make your men. Like you see them, I'm gonna I'm a god. Girl, that had did it for me. Mm-hmm. When he sat there and he was like, the women love a project. Women mm-hmm. love to make men men. Women love to take a man and um, make him into what he is supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I think that Yeah, I think they got that. I think he got that real messed up. Um, the women that want to make a project and, and and do projects, they have it real messed up. Um, mm-hmm. I I thought that was very interesting. What are your thoughts so far? Because I, I really want to um, rewind it just a smidge and play that back because I was like, are, is he well, freaking I, for real? I, I, I think that um, there are a lot of women who... <clears throat> for reasons, for a variety of reasons. One of the primary reasons being their own low self-esteem. Um, they don't have a lot of self-worth. <clears throat> they don't see the value in themselves. And as a result, they're intimidated by men who already have it together. So they would rather take on a project, rather build someone up. They would rather help someone elevate, help someone look polished, give them a new look, kind of turn them on to, you know, working a nine to five and, you know, help them clean up their image in the hopes that that person will feel indebted to them. And as a result, they'll be less likely to leave because now this person helped them get to where they are. I think that a lot of women don't um, don't understand that, you know, um, having someone who feels beholden to you because of the fact that they feel indebted um, changes the complete dynamic of the relationship. It puts you in the driver's seat and it creates a very lopsided dynamic in the relationship. It creates a, a, an unbalance in the relationship. Um, it, it you, you know, now you're in the position where you're the person that's constantly edifying this person, elevating them, lifting them up, and it puts you in a leadership role and kind of a masculine position, a position that the man usually takes because um, typically, traditionally, the man is the one that's elevating the woman, lifting her up, edifying her, pouring into her. So when the roles are reversed, it creates an uh, very imbalanced dynamic in the relationship and it um, is unnatural. And as a result, you have a lot of constant conflict in the relationship. The man never feels respected. The woman um, always feels like you owe her more, 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 that that debt is never paid no matter what you do or, you know, how good you are to her. So it kind of sets the relationship on, it, it sets the relationship um, off on a, um, uh, uh, an improper, um, um, it kind of creates an improper balance in the relationship. And as a result, from start to finish, there's going to be problems within that relationship. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, why do GMFs want to mold men? 
because they want to lead, which is a man's job in a relationship. Um, thank you so much for that, Eugene. Um, what's a GMF though? Because I really don't know. <laughs> what is a GMF? I've heard them say GMOs. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have no no clue. Okay. Shout out to the casual observer. He says those are not trying to help Pookie. They're looking to dominate black men. Those mm -hmm. same women don't even teach their sons self-esteem, talk, etc. is a cop out. Mm -hmm. um, that's an interesting point. It's a, oh, genetic, genetically modified female. Okay. Okay. Because, honey, I was lost. Lost, lost. Mm. But I do want to rewind that just a smidge so y'all can hear it in real time again. Because I'm like... I ain't trying to mow nobody's, uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm already have a son. I'm not trying to raise a, a, a man. So I, I, that's what I thought was very interesting about it. But then I want you to see the ladies' responses. Really, for whoever we're loving on, our men, our children, our grandchildren, our parents, like it is a responsibility. It's not just the word you throw on something and, and it fixes um, everything. Well, you know what's crazy? Because, you know, I, I just want to say something. I want to blame all you women up here. Why I want to blame y'all? Because I feel I realize the most beautiful woman, the most intelligent woman, the most nurturing woman love to take men like me who are projects. You love to take guys like me that they got it, but they're, they're not right there, but you could you feel like you could take us there. So here's the self-accountability. I don't hear it in everybody right now. Like, you take projects. Everybody takes projects. Y'all love men that's not there. Jen, you admit a couple of times you had to make your men. Like you see them, I'm gonna, I'm a goddess. I'm gonna make you a man because you, you got it, but you're not there. Let me make you a man. Why do women do that, right? Why did so coming to the topic? Why do you, woman, you, you want to contribute to our lives, contribute to our lives, but we're not really ready yet. And then get mad when we when we fail. Why? Mm. Why do we do that? It's too much pressure for me. Why do you do that? I, you I, I can then? admit I've seen yeah, men, and I'm like, okay, close enough. I'll fix. Okay. I think that that was a fair question. I do want to highlight something because I see that there's like an ongoing disagreement in the chat. Bomb, um, Peter had multiple kids before he got with Tara. Like he has multiple children that before he got with Tara. If you look up Peter Gunn's kids, it shows you like four children that are over the age of 16, like some of them grown before he got with um, Tara. So he had multiple children. He didn't just have one child before he got with Tara. He has Corey. He has Whitney. He has a child in New Orleans. He has Brandon. All of those children were before he got with Tara. So he does have way more than just one child that he had before Tara. And if um, he had the children while he was with Tara and Tara was still there, then Tara is not a victim. Um, Tara and he had and, children. We, and we know that he had children yeah. on her too, but um, he had multiple children that are like young adult that are grown, like young adult children. He has at least three or four young adult children prior to any kids with Tara. But um, he did ask a good question. Um, did you catch the question and did you want to answer? Or did you want to? Um, he asked, um, why women want to take on a project and mm -hmm. then get mad when that project isn't it's not ready. ready. Mm -hmm. And 
that's the problem that I have um, when men, because there seems to be a disconnect with men saying, okay, a woman should work with a man. If a man is in school or if he's doing this and he has ambition, um, they, we should work with the man. And then um, we'll say on the other side, okay, women want, women want a ready-made, they want something that's already put together that's already established they don't necessarily want to help you build and i i do think there's a disconnect there but with him i kind of get more so like more so of a a player um now and i'm not just saying because of this clip but i've gone to this show before i've actually mm -hmm. been on their panel um one time and i think he said something about him wanting to be with like he was going to get married this year, ha, 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 you know, and it could have been joking. It could have been serious. I don't know. But then he was like, he wanted to marry like 10 strippers, but the strippers ain't going to act right. So he'll just get with a regular woman and whatever. And, you know, some people gave him some pushback for that, but he doesn't strike me as the type of guy to really want to settle down. And he settled down because of a woman being in the house but he still wants to be able to roam the street and fuck other chicks and do whatever he wants to do and then still come home back to you and tells you well you know i'm paying all the bills and you don't have to worry about this that and the third so being that i do all of this i deserve some ass on the side and you shouldn't have anything mm -hmm. to say about it and so what i personally as it relates to the question that he was ans asking i think that the problem is um he, he pointed out, he highlighted something really good because um, what he highlighted is that the men aren't ready, that women are literally trying to turn these men into somebody that they're not. They have not reached that level of maturity and or for whatever other external reasons, they're not ready. They're not ready to settle down. They're not ready to come home every night to um, a ready-made family or, or even create a family that they have to come home to every night. They want to continue to rip and run the streets. They want to continue to um, you know, be the person that they were when you met them and decided to take on this project. Of course, you'll have those outliers and those men who like they are ready. They just hadn't been given the opportunity or had someone who believed in them and, you know, um, poured into them in the way in which you did. Um, and I still feel like in that instance, you are starting that relationship off on the wrong foot and creating that imbalanced dynamic. But also a lot of the men just are not ready and women um, get upset at that. They get upset that he's not ready to stop running the streets, that he's not ready to stop sleeping with multiple women, that he's not ready to stop being a player, that he's not ready to stop hanging out all night. Um, but, you know, that's part of it. You know, you knew who he was when you met him. You have this image of who you want him to be and you're dating what is known as his potential and you're trying to turn him into somebody that he's not. Yeah, I, I think that the thing that kind of kills me is chicks wanting the plausible deniability of getting with the player. You want to get with the player, but you, you'll say that the player told you that he was going to be faithful and that he loved you. But then we don't really, it's like we kind of turned a blind eye almost when we get with a certain type of man and we don't take accountability for getting with a certain type of man. Um, so I, I thought that that was um, very interesting. 
you know, um, BGS was saying that he's not a project. And I do think that men are offended at the fact that you are literally treating them like they're your son. You want to pick out their clothes. You want them to start going to church with you. You want them to do this, this, that, and the other. You have a whole laundry list of things that you want them to engage in because you're trying to build a bear. And men are not a project. People are not projects, period. Literally, you are that's emasculating to, to a man. Literally, you're taking his testes and putting them in your purse. Like you are essentially telling him what you think a man should act like and the things that you think a man should do and instructing him to do those things. And he will not respect you for that. Like, yeah, he may love you. He may love the fact that you're pouring into him and giving him a chance and he hasn't had anyone to um, pour into him in that manner before. But because of the fact that that dynamic will be off, he won't respect you for it in the long run. And he's not going to morph into this person that you want him to be. He will change, grow and mature at the rate in which he's ready to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's continue playing it. It's not, not, not long. Fix the rest. Right. Then I put him in my little box and shake him up. And hope, <laughs> and hope something better comes well, out. I, I, Go ahead, Tara. So I, I've never done that. I was about to say, I, I it's funny. I, I, you know, I know people say that I, I, I've never done that. I've never done that. And, and, and I, um, um, you know, like, you know, like I, you know, you like what you like. And so I like somebody who I feel can teach me something, can add to my life, can tell me things that I don't know, tell me in a way I never heard it. Like I, mm. you know, yes, communication and all of that. But, you know, when it comes to like, sometimes being a woman, you do want to fall in love. You know, I, you know, like I'm a very sensual person. I like to fall in love with his smell, the sound of his voice, you know, um, I, I, I love all of that. In the meantime, I don't even know I'm being taught, you know, next thing you know, you know, you know, it's it, like, I, I love all of that. So um, I didn't do well with projects in school. So I can't <laughs> take on no kind of projects. I, I don't do well with that. Right. But I, I have to give you I some pushback. I can't, I can't take it on, but I will react to it. So. But it's huh? delayed, Jen. Delayed. It's delayed. Jen, you have to speak because it's delayed. So when she hears that, oh, she oh, said, I said, I said, I have to give you a little oh. pushback, King. Okay, give me some pushback. Because it's not about women like projects. Women are innately, right? We're nurturers. We fix. We feed with our breasts. We raise families. We take care of the elders. We take care of our husband. So the same things that make us innately women can also be used to our detriment. So I don't I don't like the narrative oh women are dumb or women just like projects we're just mm -hmm. being women mm -hmm. but, but people take advantage of us being women and I had yeah. a huge <laughs> issue with that yeah me too go ahead um you get it you can get taken advantage of you can I'm not gonna sit here and say Nobody has ever taken advantage of my kindness or um, nobody has ever tried to swindle me or play me this, that, and the third. It happens. I got it. Mm -hmm. When you keep entering into those situations, you know, like play me once, shame on you, play me twice, shame on mm -hmm. me. 
a lot of us don't choose to leave those situations when we've gotten played. When Tara sat there and said, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like what I like, but I've never taken on a project or, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I, I just like she didn't care. Like she wasn't on national TV crying about Peter. And it, to me, Mm -hmm. I think she wanted Peter to be a monogamous man, to mm -hmm. be with her, to only be with her, to love her, to respect her, to honor her. Um, this lady, Jen, said that she's taken on certain on on multiple projects. She's done this multiple times. And so then I'm like, OK, if you keep taking on projects and you keep taking on men that you have to build up and you have to put them in a box and shake them up and you do your little magic and then they come out and they still whatever, whatever, uh, you know, does, do we have any accountability for that? Like where the hell mm -hmm. is the accountability for one's own choices? I, I didn't yeah. see it. I agree. Um, first off, when you have uh, um, 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 Tara, I was about to call her Amina. When you have Tara refusing to see what's right in front of her, it makes me, it, it, it saddens me that after all these years that she's still not self-aware to recognize the fact that she took on a project that, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there were things that she learned from Peter, but I know that she was attempting to turn him into somebody that she was that he was not, which is why she reacted the way that he did after being with him for seven years without a mm. ring, without him marrying her. And then he gets with a woman that he's cheating with her on uh, and dates her for a year. And he marries, marries her, proposes her. to her, and runs off and marries her. You were attempting to turn him into something that he was not. You were attempting to push him into marrying you. And that is clearly not what he wanted because he showed us that he had no intention on marrying you. Um, in addition to that, um, she she focused on like a smell, a scent, talking about, you know, she fought being she in, a bed, in love being with lonely. A, a smell and a scent as opposed to character traits, which also is was which was completely remiss from her entire statement and also lets me know that she hasn't grown in the time in which she's been separated from um, Peter. But this the other woman who spoke about women being innate nurturers, like nurturing is for children. If you you have, and that lets me know the type of men that she's attracting because when you attract a man who is a leader, you know that they ain't having that. They don't want to be swaddled in your bosom. They're leading, they're guiding, they're teaching you, they're showing you. Like that nurturing stuff is something that is reserved for your children. I'm not talking about if a man is having a breakdown or if he loses a family member or something like that. But as the woman, like you shouldn't always be in a position to where you're have to, having to nurture the person who's supposed to be leading the family. That lets me know that she's attracting men who are not, um, you know, masculine, men who are not sound she's quality leaders. On the, she's taking on a matriarchal role in most of her relationships and she's tired. That's what it tells me. It tells me that she's tired of being the leader. She wants to be the leader. Um, what happens in relationships like hers and Peter, um, her Peter will come dick her down, uh, buy her a couple things, spend a good mm -hmm. week with her, telling mm -hmm. her sweet nothings, love bombing her. Mm -hmm. Then um, as soon as Peter gets a call from another chick dogging his ass out, 
Peter may make up an argument, slip out on her ass, go to the other chick. He's spending time with her. He tells Tara that he's at his mama's house. His mama's having some issues. So he going to end up spending the night. He spends the night with her. That night turns into a weekend. Tara calling back and forth, yelling, screaming, cussing him out and rinse repeat and then you call that type of shit nurturing when a nigga then ran all up and through you and ran over your ass you call that nurturing when you sitting there taking care of his dumb ass because mm -hmm. you don't know no better that's True. what i got mm -hmm. and i don't understand like at this point at this day and age, I really don't understand that thought process. That thought process is beyond me. Because like mm -hmm. I said, when you take accountability for who you choose and what you do, I'm not saying that even if you take accountability, like the good guy, quote unquote, won't cheat on your ass. A lot of men cheat. A lot do. Like a lot. But you do t have to take accountability for what you choose to entertain after the fact. If you keep choosing a man that to, to stay with a man that dogs your ass out, then when you wake up with fleas, you don't get to cry about it. And, I, you know, that's where I'm at with it. I'm going to read the super chats. Shout out to Dick Thug. He says, once you give yourself to a man at his lowest, he will not feel the need to change as he got you in that state um thank you so mm. much dick thug and <laughs> bing bong that was a that was the point mm -hmm. shout out to the casual observer he says choosing pookie is choosing against potential um then there's another thing that i think that you guys seem to always leave out in this sector that i notice y'all kind of have pookie relegated to this street corner hustling ass dude that sells mm -hmm. cds out of the back of his trunk <laughs> um y'all think he don't brush his teeth wash his face this that and the third and that's so not the case you have some guys who know how to dress and they know how to act and mm -hmm. they're very, very charismatic absolutely and, um but they'll go out and kill somebody and go to Waffle House right after the fact. Y'all, it's like we want to put Pookie in, in, in this uniform and that uniform does not fit. Pookie can get on this here internet, come and make a YouTube channel and, and get paid. And, you know, y'all, we, we know he a Pookie. Y'all won't say anything um too tough. But, yeah, y'all kind of have him relegated to like this one look or this one aspect. Y'all have him in this mm -hmm. one box, and that's just not the case nowadays. Um, that's true. Uh, potential. Like, how many times did you meet the you? You was at college, and you knew a weed man on campus, but the weed man was at all his classes, but he saw weed. Like, but that's the thing too. Like, I think that black women don't have examples of uh, black women get confused. Black women get confused with building with a man and actually pulling someone up and building him, building him up as opposed to building with someone. Black women cannot distinguish between being in college, meeting someone who's on the same level, trying to make it, trying to get through these classes, trying to get their degree so that they can go out into the world and become successful versus dealing with a pookie who ain't in nobody's school hanging on the corners kicking it in the hood all day every day and building him up they don't know the difference between building someone up and building with someone they can't distinguish and as a result they get confused and they're going to allow their their um um 
their woman parts to actually dictate, you know, which one they they um, attract. And that's typically going to be the pookies because they have quote unquote swag, because the way they right. carry themselves, because they're flashing money, because they dress nice, they have a nice car, they smell good versus someone who is just struggling through school just like you. Right. Um, Taylor, yeah, hers was a chemical engineer. That's my point. Like, y'all, y'all be having them relegated to like one uniform, and that's just not the case. I'm sure this guy on here takes a bath. I'm sure he's a certain type of way, but I think even he would classify himself. I don't think he would call himself like a um, like a lame or anything. I I, I just you know I just find it interesting. Um, are we ready to open the panel? Let's open it up and let the people join us and see what they have to say about this topic. Um, if they're in agreement, if they are, <laughs> if they feel like we have not, we're, we're completely off and we're wrong about, you know, black women taking on these projects, these pookies and trying to turn them into good men. Not to say that there aren't some hood guys, because to be completely honest, like I know people people who um you know met in the hood women who were from the hood and met somebody in the hood and literally married and have been together for 20 years i know people who like you know where i'm from um I, like i my family lived in chicago so we would often frequent chicago like the guys who were in the hood um you know they weren't slouches they weren't bums they did uh, i mean they could be like I don't know, 16 years old, when they would go out and buy themselves shoes, they were buying their little girlfriend's shoes. Like they, I do think that there is, we're making Pookie out to be very one dimensional and that yes. is not the case. Um, I still am not encouraging women to, you know, date and try to build a Pookie up. But I do want to say that, you know, Pookie is not one dimensional. Pookie is not always a bum uh, uh, who ain't doing nothing, don't have a pot to piss in, a window to throw it out of. Um, there are some Pookies who work a regular nine to five job and go home to their woman. So um, I know that we're using Pookie just as a blanketed term, but they aren't one dimensional. Yes. I'm going to read the super chats and let our guest on. Shout out to Mr. Carlin. Hey, babe. He says, they wildin'. At the end of the day, they like what they like, and they were there for whatever came with it. All the mm. drama, all the side chicks, they were there for it. Hashtag more news at 11. <laughs> I sounded like a newscaster when I read it. I, th I like to think so. Anyway, um, shout out to Black Wizard. Now, he be so, like, all over the place, and I'm hearing an echo. Rogish, I think that's you. You might have to turn off your YouTube in the background. Um, he says, leave Pookie alone, y'all. He's in the system, too. They are playing the same game. We're all playing with a different set of skills. I ain't saying they don't do some questionable stuff, but cut them some damn slack. Hello, you know what, Black Wizard? Uh, to be completely honest, I feel like there's an ecosystem in which we live, and I, you know, don't... I. 
understand the struggle of pookies in in some regards um but at the same time i'm still going to encourage women to make better choices so i'm not encouraging women to get with someone that is going to be a project someone that you have to mold and or you know build um but that being said i do think that you know they have their own struggles and a lot of them have been dealt an unfair hand and yeah they ain't all messed up I got one more uh, shout out to the RX zero. He says, number one, how can you build someone up when you don't have the tools to do so? Number two, it's funny how women will stand by a pookie through thick and thin, but won't stand by the productive men until they're successful. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We kind of He was like, your ass better stand by. Child, Let me look. shout out these cash apps too. Thank you, China White, for the cash app, boo. We appreciate yes. you so much. Thank you, and thank you to the homie KD. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you as well, brother. Thank you, KD. Um, Mr. Research, you were here first. Welcome and greetings. How are you? What's good? I am doing real good here working, listening to y'all. And shout out to Curlin for having that good married episode. You guys need to have more of that. You like that, Mr. Research? Well, because, yeah, because you gotta you gotta put out the image of dudes who don't have a problem in their situation. Because what what we hear from is people who have failed or people who own a second and third divorce. So you need, uh, uh, I'll also get some other guys that I know who are married. They have a radio show uh, called The Married Men Show. But you, okay. you, need, you need more guys who, who have decent stories of I vetted her. Uh, and, and matter of fact, you know, just the story of uh, when our sister George and Curlin were just having a moment, you know, which I caught one day. That's a beautiful thing also. We, we don't have enough of those. So shout out to that first before I disagree with Sister George and her comments on here today. Well, I appreciate the uh, upliftment before the tear down mint. I, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> not the tear down mint. I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, please, please put some more of those and I'll try to get my guys uh, in contact with y'all. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, BGS and another person uh, is the first person I heard bring the pokey Ray Ray thing into the space. And I think it needs to be left at the description that they did it because Sister George, when you try to put the established brothers, you know, I'm part of the established brothers. When you try to put us, we, we, we don't fall into those demographics and, and it is more, more of an image because your your assessment of the maybe 0.5% of guys who, who go mm -hmm. off code, who 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 have these careers, and it, it's only 0.5. I don't think you can find 10 dudes in the past five years who would fit into Pookie status who actually got careers. Let me, uh, let me say this real quick, Mr. Research. Um, I think you may have YouTube playing in the background. Okay, it's gone now. I think it's gone. Okay. Just real quick, um, there was somebody in the chat that was saying about the Raji Black guy being a pookie and saying that um, he was in a certain field. And I'm like, okay, you do have a small percentage, but um, people can't necessarily, like you can relegate people to a uniform to a certain degree. And I got you, like, I, I get your point, but I, I, you know, I just wanted to tell you that I understand your point about um, the package. Yeah, because because I think what happens with today's ladies, which is your greater 
your greater intellectual point is that if we start to muddy up the suit and tie brothers or muddy up the career brothers in the same demographic, then the cap that women are going to put out is what well, they all the same. Look at that one guy, that one guy in 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 in, in ten thousand. Look at him, as opposed to the the eighty, you know, the 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 eight thousand guys in ten thousand who fall into pookie status knowingly. We just got too many dudes who don't realize that it's twenty twenty one. They still stuck in nineteen eighty. Their, their, their behavior is still, I got to do this and I got to do that. No, you don't. You can, you can remix the game. You could take the dope money and get into trucking. You could take the dope money and do X, Y, Z. You can, you know, you, you, so when, so when BG and the other guy came up with this term of Pookie, you got to leave it there because Pookie and Pookie and Ray Ray are the two type of dudes. I call them O-Mac and O-Dog. Omac is the dude who who's older, but he never really wants to grow up. He 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 wants to take advantage of of what's out here and what's happening. And O Dog is from the from the movie Minister Society. He's just out here killing. He's just out here hurting. He's trying to get your daughter pregnant at all costs. He's he's a detriment. And so I think it needs to stay there because some of these career dudes are off code, but not to the degree of a dude that ain't trying to develop nothing, not even his own child. So that's why, you know, I will defend what BG and, and, and the book writer put out about the Pookie and Ray Ray, because it should not be muddied with the other demographic of dudes, even if you only have 1% or a small percentage, because women will take that and try to put them in the same lane as the rapper that just beat up his, beat up his baby mama and killed her. No, no, it's it's not in the same. And, and look, and I land my and, and look, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end, brother. My apologies. Go ahead. And, and, and I'm gonna end by saying, even if you get two dudes out of out of ten, out of five years who do something off code, that are career dudes. Those are those two dudes. That's a small percentage. Go ahead, Mr. Sun. The mic is all yours. Let me let me actually say something really quickly. Um, that's what we were talking about, about making Pookie and Ray Ray one-dimensional. Like, I literally know hood guys who are hood guys who take damn good care of their children, like, and literally will go to the ends of the earth about their children. So, like, th there's this, this, this belief that when we say Pookie and Ray Ray, that they're abandoning their children, don't give a damn about their children, haven't seen their children, don't provide for their children, um, don't know their children's names and birth dates. Like Pookie and Ray Ray are not one dimensional. And that's kind of what we were, you know, highlighting before. Like that doesn't mean that they're not getting in off into, you know, criminal activity or hanging on the block, or maybe they're not the most productive. But, you know, I, I think that you know, they're clearly not a monolith, just like we talk about black people not being a monolith all day. Uh, you know, we constantly harp on that point that black people are not a monolith. And, you know, um, I don't know, I think we talked about this at some point in the past, like, what is it that determines that a person is, uh, you know, a Pookie and Ray Ray? Um, and I think the, the key point that I walked away with was him not being productive. Um, but everything else, 
can um, vary, you know, from person to person. Right. Um, Rovish, you... oh. Hey, respect, respect. Um, hey, Mr. Research, I'm cutting you off because I was, just, you know, you was presenting something quite rave. So, <laughs> you know, a rapper, you know, killed his baby mama or whatever the fuck. Like, come on. So I think with this whole Pookie argument, I really see him as a, a, a straw man for the space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's a straw man for the space. He's a nigga that hate. Mm. He, 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 he somebody for these motherfuckers to show y'all what well, is who we ain't so why y'all treat us like him mm. you know what i'm saying like 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 okay well we know pookie and ray ray ain't shit well i'm not ain't shit but uh I, I, you know i want to rub your hands and your feet baby and show you that look you might be you know what i'm saying treat me like him but i'm not him so it's like all right wait a minute though you know what i'm saying pookie and ray ray they they're you know within our community and thank you c rose for your perspective of you know what I'm saying the monolith that, that they're not you know so i was going to ask what do we define a pookie and ray ray ass you know what i'm saying people hollering you know on the corner is niggas still on the corner in 2023 i don't see nobody who ain't home if you homeless you on the corner but you don't see motherfuckers just out there slanging you know what i'm saying with a, a nine in the pocket or whatever come on y'all no, so but like hanging on question. the block though roguish they may not literally figuratively be slanging you know sacks on the corner but, but they there, hang on there, in the uh, hood is there a way to differentiate between the good guy and the bad guy? And you know, we talk about the best way to define good the is good what? guy and the bad guy is by uniform. Um, generally, people will separate women by uniform. Generally, if a woman is dressed like a hoe, a lot of guys will treat her like a hoe. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, it makes so sense. is are we saying that like pookies have their pants hanging off their behind like like when you say uniform what are you referring to Danny? If they and so that would be a great example if your um 24-year-old son is still around here sagging his pants and he got dreads in his hair earrings oh, in his wow. ear See, he got on a tight pants let me finish let me finish let me finish let me finish mm-hmm. because this is the thing that is this is what's messed up but we'll sit here and say the same thing about a woman if a woman is uh with some daisy dukes on and has her ass cheeks hanging out with some fishnet stockings and some high high heels on with a crop top and she uh goes into a certain establishment or whatever whatever we don't tend to treat her with respect either and well, it, no, it, it saying, is white supremacist it is though. no uh, but, i'm yeah, saying but, but i wasn't but, rebutting um, that part i was literally just rebutting the part about the locks like literally there are supreme yeah, court cases it, with it, people fighting a, to be able to wear the i understand hair, what cultural. you're saying concrete hear me out hear me out if you put that package all if you put that as a total package and say that that's the whole package like the hair the sagging pants the tattoos um the jewelry the sneakers yeah that's gonna look like a pookie to most people to black people included but that's now See, popular culture i don't culture. necessarily think that i think that i, I, I can understand you. Well, I can understand you saying tattoos, like sagging pants, which some of these things are still 
um, narratives that are part of a narrative that was pushed by white supremacy. But um, I don't know. I guess I was just literally like, I know the origin of locks and that is a cultural thing as opposed to like, I, you know. I, I get what you're saying. I'm not art. Right, you, you, you trying to take the locks and say, okay, just the hairstyle itself. Yeah, if you got a man in a suit and he got some locks, I'm not going to think he's right, a pookie. Right. But if you have a guy in the, with all the, the other, yeah, if he's coupled with the trendiest clothes and he's yeah. um doing well, this you said, and third, like the locks, but with the tattoos and with the sagging pants and with yeah, the jewelry, like that, and with the... that tends to be something that um makes white people nervous. But Pookie um, has evolved now. Yeah, so, we so, but but so, when we when we talk rubbish. about when we talk about the Pookie having evolved. Um, a lot of men, especially men who are wearing suits, especially men who um, take care of their families and take care of themselves, they, everybody, like I said, like we said before, people want to put Pookie into this one box and then right. it's not like that. But like the biggest that. thing that we're seeing, like in criminal activity, the biggest rise is like scammers. So they ain't hanging on the block because they scamming. Like literally they're doing digital scams. But I want to know from Rogish how he feels that Pookie has evolved. I wanted to hear his perspective on how Pookie has evolved because maybe I, I don't know if it's what I have in my, you know, what I'm thinking of. All right. So the inception of Pookie, we'll say, was mid 80s, right? We'll say mid 80s was Pookie. Before then, it was cornbread and oil and shit. <laughs> um, okay, and we're talking, you know, mid-80s into the 90s. Again, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who so-called claiming thugging could be a game banger, could be someone who, you know what I'm saying, ran foul of the law, uh, could have been slanging, could have been somebody who was out there collecting bodies, putting in work or something like that. A D-boy, as they started saying <laughs> back in the 2000s or whatever. Um, but now... It has it has changed. So now Pookie is actually the, the the evolution of Pookie is basically the black slacker, okay. And that had actually taken form of what you see within today's current popular culture of not just hip hop, but you know, saying a lot of different media, right? So now you know, black Pookie could be you know, yeah, you got the locks, but you got different colored locks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not so much as being a, a threat to commute to the community as opposed to just being, you know what I'm saying, uh, idle, you know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, an uh, 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 idle hand zombie, if you will. Somebody that partakes of the same, you know what I'm saying, basic programming as everyone else, but they're just black. You know what I'm saying? So you don't you don't have people being old school style of Pookie. The Pookie that a lot of people talk Makes about, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's Pookie from 95 and shit. And he didn't actually, you know what I'm saying, move forward. That Pookie is blended in with society. Just might be a little bit more mm -hmm. though than the average cat. But yeah, they're really trying to blend themselves in just as much as the square is. They're just not trying to operate as a square. I got that you. And I think that makes sense. That's part of the conversation that we're not having. So thank you for highlighting that, Roguish. Uh, Mr. Research, was that you trying to get in? 30 seconds. Uh, that is a very good assessment because in 09, what we were saying on YouTube was something similar to the slacker phrase. He was a person that was a detriment to the community, hiding behind blackness at the same time. So it, it's, it's less of, of, of an appearance with the locks and what have you. It's more of a behavior. You, you are a dude who, if I was to use his slacker term, you're a slacker, but you're making money. 
and you just a detriment to the community willing to hide behind blackness when it's convenient. And then the Ray Ray was a dude who wasn't so much of a detriment, but he was a dude who he could pass between both lanes, but he wasn't necessarily a benefit. So that's what we were saying in 09 in these spaces. And, and you know, shout out to the Idmore people. They, they the ones that really started that stuff. So I would kind of uh, agree with what the brother said about a slacker. It's just that they make money, but, you know, they like to hide behind blackness all the time. They ain't trying to get nowhere. They trying to always be involved in mess some way, somehow. That makes sense. And that, that adds another layer and adds on to kind of what Roguish highlighted, which makes perfect sense. And I'm glad that you guys added that dynamic to the conversation. Um, really quick, Bro Carlin says what she's saying is the general public will take will take that first impression and make assumptions. No, I get what she's saying. Um, I think I was missing um, the fact that, you know, she was also adding that the locks coupled with the gold teeth, the, the, the tad uh, face the you know um sagging pants so literally because it could be the, uh, i know uh, the hairstyle that i see that's most common amongst young men um uh, like in in atlanta area is like the peasy hairstyle where you have like a little bit of hair on top and you wear it kinky like it's a peasy hairstyle more than locks that seems to be extremely popular so if you have right. that but you have gold teeth and you have so i get what she was saying she was saying locks but coupled with these other things and just we just trying to define it and give it a look because I asked about the uniform, but I think that these men have highlighted perfectly how Pookie has evolved and that's something we don't talk about. Um, Roger Report says Pookie is just the guy that is is a legally unproductive man. Too many people want this one term to mean too many things at their convenience. Words without solid meanings are useless in language. I agree with that, but we can never agree on a definition of anything. And you know, Black people no. love changing the definition. But um, yeah, I think essentially we're saying someone who's unproductive um, at the core. And that that is something that's been a constant. Whenever I've heard Pookie and Ray Ray, what people are trying to define it, that is the key feature him being unproductive so yeah good, right. good, good stuff um, um wise man what are your thoughts hey so, uh peace sisters and to the brothers on the on the panel can you hear me yeah yes, we can, we can. Fine. Sure. okay so uh first off i i wanted to uh champion what the other brother was saying about the marriage um uh, panel that you had i thought it was beautiful i would have got on but I was spending time with my family. I was just kind of actively listening, but I didn't want to break away from that. But I agreed with everything you guys was doing. I thought it was beautiful. And I think we need more of that uh, as black people. Um, now, um, interesting topic about the Pookie. Um, you see me in that picture right there. I'm, that's The brother said 95, that's me in 95 when I was 15 and I was a Pookie. Now, I know I look young, but I always do. But, um, <laughs> the the i think pookie is a mindset that we have now i always looked at uh, when i first heard the term pookie and ray ray i always looked at it as someone that's in between ages i always looked at it as a young person you know with a young mindset you know you do young people stuff you're still hanging out on the block you're sagging or you, you're gang banging or you're doing this and that um that's a young man's mindset however some people grow and get older and evolve out of that mindset 
some keep some of those pookie traits. That's why you will have uh, a polished, as they say, a polished pookie, where it's like the hood is still in you, but you know it come out every now and then at at uh, spades. Uh, you know when you playing spades or dominoes or you at your people's house, it comes out. When you're comfortable. But, Right, you know, I mean, and I, you know, as as much refinement as I probably have went through, I still kind of it's still in there, you know, some of those kind of ways. But my mindset is different because I have the mindset of a man now, and I think that's the thing. Is some of these sisters are out here looking to make, uh, I, like in the video that you were playing because I was listening for a while, the video that you were playing about, oh, I'm gonna make a man. You, a woman cannot make a man a man. She can have a boy. But a man has to make a man a man. A woman doesn't have the ability to make him a man because she doesn't understand what it is to be a man because she's a woman. And I separate those two. Now, she can empathize and sympathize and comfort a man. But to build a man, make a man, no, you you have a boy that you're trying to force into a man. That's where the Pookie and the Ray Ray situation happens for me. I think it's a woman trying to make a boy evolve into that next stage and she's she's incapable mm. of it. You know, so she didn't have the ingredients, as the brother was saying. You don't have the, the tools Fire. to make them. So that's just, you know, I don't want to be long-winded, but I think that Pookie and Ray Ray is a mindset of a young man that is searching for his, you know, or maybe even in his rebellious stage, you know. And then, but uh, when a woman comes to the table, she's looking for a man. She's not trying to make no boy a man. She got her own children, you know, so... Uh, that build a man. That's that's a mindset that I don't know where that I don't know where that came from. But so anyway, do you that's my wise man. You oh, said some good stuff. Um, thank you, thank you for your comments. I think that mm-hmm. you you know highlighted it perfectly regarding like women not being able to. But so do you not believe that there is um you know a, a certain demographic of black women who they seem to constantly take on these projects like or, or do you think that that is not a thing that it is literally kind of like those are one-off situations where you see women trying to turn a man into something else trying to push a man to uh live out his potential well you know that's interesting um it's usually the man that decides. First, I, I, I'll use my, I'll give you a little insight on my situation. So at the time I met my wife, um, I was, I was doing street stuff. You know, I was in, I was in the streets doing what street dudes do. And at some point I, I felt like I wanted to settle down. It's just so happened that she came along and she was like, yeah, you know, so we ended up getting together, but I already had the ability to be a man in me. I was just being a pookie and right. Does that make sense? So yeah. she didn't make yeah. me be a man. I took on the responsibility. And as I kept on taking on responsibilities, then that, then I became more of a man. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like, and but she didn't do it. I did it. So it's, it, it's a self thing. to make a choice. Right. And so yeah. I think, I don't think that, I mean, a woman can influence. She definitely has influence. Mm-hmm. And, but it has to be the man ultimately that makes up his mind and says, hey, look, this is what I want to do. And she, you know, because... I believe a woman's a help me of a man, but she can't help you do nothing. So, you know, so a man already has to have a plan and he already has to be working on his thing. And then she comes along and says, hey, look, I can help you with some of that. He says, "Okay, cool. And then therefore you progress. But I don't think that she can make him a man. The man has to make himself a man, just like a woman has to be a woman. She can't be a man. She has to be what she is. 
that's my. I think that like, and we highlighted that. I talked about like men who like literally they just need that additional support. Like you know they already right. have it in them, but then you know the woman may come along and she may be in a position where maybe you know she uh, refers him to her job or whatever it is. So they just literally needed that additional support and didn't have it. But then too, mm -hmm. you see women in these situations where maybe they're not trying to make them a man in the sense like well maybe making them a man is the wrong word but when we say mm -hmm. like you know um taking on a project literally trying right. to make them um um display the type of character traits that they want to see in a man when we talked about like tara like wanting peter to be loyal and you know monogamous and right. you know like come home at night and stop hanging out and do a lot of the things that he was doing like she literally was trying to force him to be somebody that he was not or he wasn't ready to be at that time Right. I, and I'm going to say, uh, if I may, I'll say this, and then I got I got a conference call, but uh, I wanted to say that when it comes to that decision, that man has to have it within him. He has to have that gumption to say, hey, look, this is what I want. A lot of times these, these sisters are getting with these brothers, and they're, lo they're looking, like you said, to build a man, but they don't have the tools how to do it. And what they end up doing is they end up being... Um, lording over the man. I've seen many women say, see, I got him this, I did this, and I did that. So it's really ego-based when they do that. Thanks. It's really narcissistic almost. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, look what I did. I did, you know, I gave him shoes. I, he didn't have nothing before he yeah. met me. And so it's really just based in Steve and their ego. But listen, yeah. sisters, uh, thank you. Love y'all. Keep doing what y'all doing. And uh, peace. I got to I gotta hit this conference call. Peace out, <laughs> Wiseman. Thank you. Thank you, Wiseman. Um, I think he brought about an excellent point about a lot of the stuff being rooted in a woman's ego. Um, when a woman is able to take credit for the man that you are or the man that you became, um, I think she turns into like a super saiyan uh, bitch or something. So I, I thought he brought about a good point with that because I know a lot of women who um relish the fact that they were able to make a man into something they were a i did this for him i made yeah. him into this you know i, I think a lot of women i've seen that. women do that too and you know the crazy thing is the biggest like the um situations where i've seen women um and like the man has evolved it's literally like the natural progression of a man their natural growth like maybe she was um I don't even want to say more mature than him, but maybe she was successful in one area that he wasn't. Like, let's say she had already locked down a, a great corporate job and he was just still, you know, maybe, I don't know, working for UPS or something. And because, and when they got together, you know, she helped him, I don't know, study for his CDL and he became a truck driver for UPS, then on to be a supervisor for UPS. Like, uh, I've seen women want to take credit for things that would likely be the natural progression of that man and or maybe he did move um move ahead faster because he had that actual support there but they want yeah. to take all the credit as if they are solely responsible for ev any kind of success that this man has attained yes shout out to wise man for the super chat he says support my sisters yes support us we certainly 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 appreciate it thank you so much for that thank you um well we can just start with closing thoughts 
Um, Mr. Research, what are your final thoughts? So, uh, you know, let me throw a little bit of fire uh, as I leave. I just think that these conversations really is because we males, and I, I know we dudes don't like to hear this, we have allowed some of these women to be out of pocket from the time they've been nieces and daughters. Mm. And, you know, we sometimes as guys, we let, I, I was looking at some uh, some white fathers today uh, do what they did with their, with their daughters. Their daughters are, are for the most part constantly disciplined by these fathers from, from point A to point B on what they can't do. Now, not to the point where they diminish them, but let them know, hey, this is not, you, you haven't created this world that you are benefiting from. When you, when you want to create something, you're going to have to create it through whoever you marry or through by your own hand. I think the black male community tells their daughters and nieces, it's okay. Everybody else is supposed to be subvert to you. Mm. And I think that's a problem. And even when we complain about women, look at it, look, look at it this way. Even when we complain about women, we give them too much light, way too much. And it's to the point where women are picking guys that they want to have sex with, like I always say on this show, and hoping that he turns into a family man. Mm. And if that doesn't happen, then we're going to blame him. And okay. everybody in the community, including some of the men, are going to blame him too. That's the crazy part of this community. We, 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 we don't want to admit that many of the things we're doing code-wise or tradition-wise ain't going to benefit no daughter and no son. They're just going to repeat, repeat, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, repeat, repeat. And at some point in time, we're going to have to be a little bit more stringent uh, you know, than, than what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry, one more thing. Uh, with all the crime that's going on and... Uh, the, the mayor in, in Atlanta done, done left because she can't handle the crime. And black folks better beware they don't bring the, uh, the crime bill back because you're slowly destroying black pride. And if you keep doing that, then people who are trying to protect black people ain't going to have a leg to stand on if they start passing laws against you because of the image that's out there of us constantly being in the middle of nonsense. So thank you very much. Thank you so much, Mr. Oh, Research. We really appreciate you coming through. Shout out to the Raja Report. He says, women don't help men become anything. Stealing mm. credit is not help. Her mm. immaturity is why she sought after Pookie in the first place. Hashtag dysfunction. Thank her so immaturity much, and her Roger. insecurity. Thank you, Roger. Her immaturity and her insecurity. She was too secure, too insecure to find a man who had already attained success. So she found someone who she felt like would be indebted to her if she helped him reach success. So I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, Rogish, what are your final thoughts? Uh, respect to you, Sister George. Respect to you, C. Rose. Uh, thank y'all for the uh, hospitality and the sharpening. Uh, I think uh, I, I see Pookie accusations is an attempt much like uh, Black Lives Matter or high value man and all that. It's a sort of pleading, if you will. 
uh, for the consideration of a possible or assumed better choice. It's like you, you're, you're presenting a dichotomy to show that, all right, well, this one is better than this one, so make this choice. But it's still some pleading in that shit. And I want brothers to understand that women outside of the United States, I'm not SYSBM, but women outside of the United States, they see the good man in you first and foremost. It's a resonance theme. They might not know nothing about your character, but they can tell if you're a good man or not. And that should be the square that you're trying to stand on. I just happen to get lucky with my unicorn, you heard. Um, mm. But, you know, so that being said. It's only a few of us. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> and we love y'all. But y'all take care of yourself and uh, have a good evening. Peace. Thank you, Rogish. Thank you, Rogish. Absolutely. Um, this was a very uh, good conversation. Uh, I absolutely love the topic. Um, I enjoyed the conversation and I'm glad that the fellas brought a different element uh, to the discussion because like we are relegating Pookie to this one dimensional character and we had not ever, I don't think, discussed the fact that Pookie has evolved. And as such, being that Pookie has evolved, you may not know that it's a Pookie sitting right next to you spitting game. So as women, we need to be sharper. Um, you know, we need to ensure that we are sharpening our vetting skills because they come in all shapes and sizes and you need to beware. And when I say, you know, Pookie, I am solely speaking about the unproductive males in our society, not someone who is from the hood, not someone who looks a certain way, not someone who, um, I don't know, um, would, um, you would classify any of those other uh, categories that we like to attach to quote unquote pookies, um, not someone who has a child by someone and the relationship didn't work out. None of that. Literally, I'm talking about someone that's unproductive because you never know um, what uniform that person might um, appear in. So this was just a real good conversation. I enjoyed it. I wish more fellas would have came up to partake in the conversation because I really wanted to hear from you guys. Like that is fruit for me. And I enjoy like listening to you guys' take on these topics because um, that is generally where I get to challenge my thought processes. So thank you guys who did come up and yeah, um, this was just a real good conversation. What about what, what you think, Danny? I think this was an excellent conversation. It was short, quick, and to the point, honey. Just my mm -hmm. type, because I still got stuff to do, honey. I got to get these kids up out of here tomorrow. They got Listen. to go. That part. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a really good conversation. So shout out to everybody who did come up through on the panel. Shout out to everybody who sent us a cash app, including Kit Clouds. Uh, We're going to find your late ass. Late as hell. Lord have mercy. Time. He don't see pizza. He don't see pizza. Honey, um, like he don't know I'll show be at. Um, he know. God dang well. PM ESP. Listen. You know what? I did have one last thing to say for those women who literally like um, are looking for projects or, you know, reaching back and dating men who you feel you have to pour into, like, be very wary of that, because in my belief, most of those relationships do not work out. There is like the dichotomy is completely screwed up. You there is 
constantly, you know, there's going to be contention like in that relationship because the dynamic is all out of whack. But, um, you know, in addition to that, like you can put pig or you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. Like literally that's still the man that you met him as. There are those one-off or uh, situations or those exceptions where you meet somebody and they're ready to grow. And as a result, you giving them that support or building with them um, will result in them becoming successful. Uh, but in most instances, you trying to change the actual character of a man and who he is at his core, it's not going to work. It will never work. And, you know, since like give it up, find somebody who already um, who already possesses the character traits that you're looking for. Mm, concrete with a. A good just, word, honey. I'm just saying. What a good word. Um, concrete. You ever dated a pook? A pookie before? I have never dated a pookie. I dated someone who was from the hood, like his fam, like he grew up in the hood, but he was not a pookie at all. Like very sweet person, just you know, was from the hood. His, his, that's where he grew up. That was where his family lived. Um, but not not a pookie, not uh like a hood. Oh, actually. I think I told y'all about uh, my very first boyfriend. I was like a kid. And the very first boyfriend that I ever had, um, I don't know if I would call him a pookie, but I told you, like, he killed his wife. Um, that's probably the closest that I've ever dated to someone that I would almost say, like, but we were like literally kids. Um was the closest to a pookie, but he worked a regular job and stuff. So, I don't know. No, I would say no if I had to. No. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Wait a minute. Uh uh. You ain't about to be all up all in my business. Y'all, be sure. I can't stand her. You see how she do? Any other time? Because I keep it real. I keep it real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah girl. Ooh. I dated one. And then, okay. um, you know, that was uh, enough. Dr. Bay uh, was like, hell nah. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> that ain't even gonna work. <laughs> she was like, look, and, and you know, we was in high school and um, mm -hmm. I had my little dose and she was like, hell nah. She was like, they don't do nothing but get worse. Um, mm -hmm. She was like, you gotta date the smart guy because they gonna make some money. And yeah. that was but I dated average, just like real average guys, like not pookie, but like, you know, someone who came from meager beginnings. Yeah, I think um, we've all done that. You know, I don't yeah. think that's a pookie because, you know, they ain't have no money. Yeah. But like, nah, you know, homeboy was a little thug, a thug. Okay, thug okay. Guy. He had the tats. Was he tatted up? Had no, girl, we GD tatted on it. Oh, damn. Child, now he wasn't coming to pick me up in the regal. Goddamn. <laughs> Listen, with the with the with the uh twenty foes, and then he Listen. had the um. The system in the back, child, listen. Bump oh. it. Girl, sound like somebody <laughs> rattling paper. Oh, my God. Listen, uh-uh, because -uh, my mom be like, who the hell is that outside my house? Like, oh, no, Big you Lou. have to pick me up around. <laughs> Big Lou did not play. She will come out there and curse them clean out. Oh, baby, you would have to pick me up around the corner. You ain't coming in front of my house with all that noise. Girl, you would go around the corner. Listen, <laughs> Pick me up at my friend house because uh, my mama don't play. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was a meet me at my friend house because yeah, my mama you know. didn't play. And Girl, my, my friend mama was gone. 
So mm-hmm. we'll just go to her house and, and have yeah, all the same, same, uh, same. I had a friend that like her mom was always in the streets. So yeah, yes. like meet so, me over her house, meet me over Erica's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mama's just messing up all kind of career, all kind of uh, little hoochie mama things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just messing it up. I couldn't. True. I was the only one who couldn't have no damn fun. I mm-hmm. had to be in the house early. Everybody Listen, else it out. helps because look, you waited till you was good and grown to have a child. So mama knew what she was doing. She was keeping you on the straight and narrow. Mm. No, I actually think it was some bullshit, to be honest. Like, how is I being 2020? I'd have mm-hmm. had my child young as hell if I'd known then what I knew now. Baby, <laughs> be in your 40s kicking it. I used to tell her, I was like, shit, y'all be talking about, I would have had my baby at fucking 12 Girl, if I could. Like me, kids, like, Girl, listen, them children ain't no joke. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. they aging me. Like, mm-hmm. listen. Girl, you like, hear about like, the gray as hell. But anyway, anyway. We um, might pop back in here before Sunday. If not, like, so make sure y'all notifications are turned on. If not, y'all know we'll be here Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Um, turn them damn notifications on. You know, concrete just be pulling shit out her her sleeve, honey. So you don't know what's gonna happen. Listen, you never here. know. You never mm. know. Mm. Anyway, y'all have a great night, and we will see you guys on the next one. Hit the like Peace. button on your way out, cause y'all asses not be hitting the like button, and we don't like that. Bye. Mm.